You're listening to Coco's Tea with I Am The Real Coco. Hey! Stuck in traffic Boss got you tweaking, bending over backwards Ay, you in school trying to get by Ay, life make you wanna say fuck the class Trust me, I feel you stressing, baby, ain't nothing real Don't lose the madness, just relax while Coco get it cracking From ATL out to California, don't trip, go take a moment Just listen to Coco, she keep the speaker blasting Coco be going another episode of Coco's Tea. Episode 92, y'all. What is good? Now, today's episode is going to be a little bit different because this is our end of the year wrap-up episode. You know, the episode that I do every year, but I'm not going to do what I typically do at the end of every year. I am going to talk to you guys about... Coco's tea and what we got cooking for y'all in 2020. Look, let me recap 2019 first, okay? Because this year was crazy, full of drama, full of surprises, and some really great interviews, okay? So this year, I'll start it off with Survivor R. Kelly. And I had a really interesting conversation with my homegirl, Ashley. She came onto the podcast and we talked a little bit about the series and questions that we had regarding surviving R. Kelly and all the contradictions and the questions and everything that surrounded that. And so now we're at the end of 2019 and we see where he is under the jail. R. Kelly is under the jail. So that's how we kicked off 2019. And then Nipsey Hussle died a couple months later, which was a shock to the hip hop community and and everybody who was or is a part of the culture and everybody who knew understand what Nipsey stood for outside of just his music, but for his philanthropy, for his contributions back to his own community in, in Los Angeles. So That was a devastation to all of us. And so uh, a lot of us are still grappling with his death and, and what that means in the future and what it means to, you know, quote unquote, make it and you know, coming back to your hood and and giving back to those that you grew up around. Like, should you go back home? Should you go and give back? Like, you know, so a lot of people having conversations around that and the kind of legacy that he left behind. Like I said, this year was packed with interviews on the Coco's Tea podcast. I had a chance to interview Sammy, who I call a legend on my show, because, you know, a lot of people have their things about what they say about different artists who've come up and, and gone off in the in the game or whatever. But Sammy's been around for over 20 years. And that was one of the things that we talked about on the episode. So if you guys have not heard my interview with Sammy, you need to go back right now and go listen to the conversation we had because we talked a lot about the fact that he was on the Millennium Tour this past year, um, how he was celebrating 20 years and his new music. I played one of his songs with his permission on the show that was really good. He actually has some pretty good music that came out this year that, again, I feel like people kind of slept on because... 
you know, Sammy hasn't had like a mainstream hit in a while, but you know, you can't take talent away from somebody just because they're not mainstream. He's still producing good music. So we had a good conversation there. Also had a chance to kick it with Meg Thee Stallion, one of the hottest artists of 2019. And I had a chance to talk with her very briefly. So shout out to my station, 95.7 Jams, for allowing me the opportunity to talk with Meg. We had a good conversation. We also had some fans who had a chance to ask her some questions as well. And uh, probably one of my, I mean, definitely my biggest interview with 2019. It has close to 2,000 views on YouTube right now. And it was actually kind of a, I won't say a viral moment. Well, I did have a clip that went viral on Twitter from the interview where she basically clarified that Fever, her project that she put out over the summer was not an album, but she just titled it a project, which I also feel like garnished an interesting conversation as to what artists are calling the music that they put out these days, right? So is it it's not they don't call it albums anymore and they don't want to call it a mixtape so then what is it? you could just call it a project and that's where a lot of people were just like what meg like you just can call this a project and that's just that so anyway one of the fans also asked her a question regarding her sex life so if you guys want to hear what that question was make sure you go back and listen to the interview that i did with meg the stallion or you can go check it out on youtube then i also had a chance to speak with some local artists who were making things pop right here in the 205 so a uh, shout out to 10 stacks and kel john they were a couple of my live artists who came onto the coco c podcast and me and 10 Stacks had a really interesting conversation as well about like his upbringing and how he got into rapping and the industry and all of those kinds of things. So that was probably my second most viewed YouTube this year. So if you guys want to check out that interview that is on YouTube, um, it's also available anywhere you stream podcasts. I also had a chance to talk with Roy Wood Jr. Roy Wood Jr. has been somebody that I've adopted as a mentor of mine. He hates the word mentor. He hates being referred to as a mentor, but that's what he is in my life. But I had an opportunity to interview him and kind of have a conversation with him about his start. And and I, I love his story just because it is the essence of, you know, if you are wanting to work in the industry and in entertainment, whether it's as a comedian, in radio, in TV, whether you want to be a reporter or whether when you want to be a producer, like it, any side or any spectrum of entertainment, Roy Wood Jr. has a really good story that I think will inspire people. And so, again, that's another episode that you guys can check out as well, also available on YouTube. And then Tramo. Tramo was my latest interview that I did. That was episode 90. I was so excited to have Tramo as episode 90 because I feel like any episode that's, you know, 50, 60, 70, like I feel like those are those are miniature milestones for me when it comes to my podcast because producing this is not the easiest. Okay? Like, this is, this is work, ladies and gentlemen. But... Tremo made that interview so easy. It was just so natural. And I think it's because Tremo is a storyteller himself and he likes to talk and explain and clarify things. So it just, I didn't feel like I had to pull from him when I was doing that interview. So that was one of my favorite interviews of 2019, just because again, a really great story and a really good perspective from, you know, in contrast to somebody like a Roy Wood Jr. where, you know, Roy got his start in trying to make things pop for him in the 90s versus Tremo, who started in like 2012 and to see where he is today. And like, you know, this digital era of social media, it's, it's really good to hear his story. Some of the other things that we talked about on the podcast this year, I mean, Jay-Z and his investments with the NFL and 
and what did that mean for black people and what did that mean in terms of our difficult relationship and the way that we view the NFL today with Kaepernick and you know there's just so many questions and it just created a very layered dialogue so that was one of my episodes right there but definitely a staple in, in, in terms of events in 2019 there was definitely an uprising in female rappers in 2019 thanks to and I'll say this you know a, a lot of people were having conversations this year about what Nicki Minaj has done for female rappers in the game versus a Cardi B. Now, this is my personal opinion because I don't think I necessarily talked about this in any of my episodes, but Nicki Minaj has been in the game since, let's just say she hit the mainstream button in 2010. There was not one female artist that I saw Nicki Minaj bring up under her wing. And there was no other female artist that was really able to flourish at that level until Cardi B came along. And that was why Nicki Minaj got mad because all of a sudden she had competition and she didn't bring that competition into the game. So now there's beef. And as soon as Cardi B hit the scene, all of a sudden you were starting to hear rumblings of all these other rappers. You had the Meg Stallions, you had Cupcake, you had, um, I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting the other one that I like so much. I don't know. But even like, I, f- I feel like you can even put Lizzo in that category to a certain extent. There were all these other female rappers that were starting to get some buzz that that we hadn't really heard of before until Cardi B came into the game. And she opened up all those lanes. But then Jermaine Dupri had something that he wanted to say, which was that uh, well, females need to be tweaking about something else other than twerking and being a stripper. And then I was like, are you serious, nigga? Are you serious? Because from my recollection, we have been hearing niggas dog out women in hip hop for over 30 years, for over 30 years. And as soon as a woman says she wants to have a hot girl summer and twerk that ass and scam niggas out their money and this city girl, this city girl, all, all of a sudden it's an uprising against women. Niggas ain't having it. We not doing it. Y'all better shut that shit down if you want to get married. And it's just like, hold up, what? <laughs> I thought I was just having some fun right now. I thought I was just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm a young woman in the game. I got all this money. I'm rapping about real shit. And I can't, I can't speak about my truth. I can't speak about the kind of fun that I like to have. But you can sit here and dog me out for over 30 years. Craziness. Craziness. So I, I think I spoke a little bit about that in one of my episodes over the summer as well. I also had a couple of filmmakers on the show. One who came through twice to promote a couple of their different projects. Shout out to Cheney Productions. Um, they came through and promoted The Truth Before I Say I Do. And what was the other episode called? Uprising. That was the name of their web series. So that was really cool. Also, my little guy, brother, my little baby, YBN, I'm here, had some shit to say as well. He made a bold comment saying that no other famous person or no other rapper, there's been no other artist come out of the state of Alabama who's put Alabama on the map except for him. And that just, you know, that set an alarm because niggas was not having it. And everybody wanted to talk about how he did not do that so i had a conversation with the legendary dj cj the stick man about what namir has done for the state of alabama and all the other artists who have come out of the state and then one of the other episodes that got a good amount of hits 
was my coffee dates episode. So coffee dates was a conversation, not a conversation. Coffee dates was a topic that I seen floating around on Twitter. And I was like, you know what? This will be a really good conversation to have with some people who are out here trying to date. And so I had a part one and a part two to that episode. And a lot of people really enjoyed that. So And then the last episode that I did, if you guys have not listened, was specifically about Lizzo and her sharing her bare ass at a Lakers basketball game. And my thoughts around that, because, you know, like I've said publicly before, when necessary, I'm going to defend fat black women because I am one. So if you guys want to know my thoughts around Lizzo and everything that happened with that situation, that's available for you all to listen to as well. So, okay, that was 2019 for Coco's Tea. Let's talk about what's going to happen in 2020. 2020, I'm going to have two episodes a month. I'm going to continue to do every other week that I've been doing. One episode will feature... Just moi, just Coco. Regular formatted episodes. I'm going to start taking live calls so people can call into the show and ask their questions, get their advice from Coco. And then the episode after that will be a one-on-one interview that I do with somebody in the media industry, somebody who works in entertainment, somebody who is doing something that is noteworthy in the eyes of black millennials because that is who I am always talking to, black millennials. So... I got some things cooking. I got some guests who are um, waiting on some confirmation. So I'm going to have some guests for you all. And I think it's going to garner some really good conversations. Everything, well, not everything. I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff on my YouTube channel. So if you are not subscribed to my YouTube channel, okay, it is Coco's Tea. Same way you spell, you know, when you search for my podcast, same thing you search for on YouTube. Coco's T-C-O-C-O apostrophe S-T-E-A, two different words. So you guys make sure you subscribe there to see any additional video content that I put out. Also, I'm going to be doing more Facebook and Instagram lives. <laughs> this is new to me. I really don't like doing lives just because I made a Facebook status where I was like, branding your branding your Facebook lives does not equate to a podcast. That's not what the fuck it is. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's just a Facebook live that you've created into a show. And that is fine. But stop calling it a podcast, okay? Part of the reason why I was so anti against doing this was because I do the show by myself. And there's some stopping and pausing and asking my producer questions and stuff that I don't necessarily want to be in my lives, but I mean, I guess it makes for good content because I've had a lot of people ask me to do it. So I'm going to be doing Instagram, Facebook lives now. Merch will be coming. I'll have some dad hats for you guys to wear on um, some iPhone cases, some pillowcases, some Coco's tea mugs. That's all going to be available in 2020 as well. If you guys really love and support Coco the way I think you do, then I need you guys to go to anchor.fm slash Coco's dash t and become a contributor so what that means is you can contribute as little as 99 cents a month it's less than a dollar you guys spend ten dollars on bullshit anyway <laughs> support me please so you guys just you can go there all the episodes of my podcast uh live on the site and you can also contribute as well so if you don't mind donating some dollars so I can continue to do the podcast um, and continue to give you guys good content, um, better video footage, 
Um, I want to be able to pay my team better dollars as well. That'll be a great place to start. Anchor.fm slash Coco's Tea. Oh, artists, if you still want to send in your music or you have any artists that you enjoy listening to, um, send that to Coco's Tea.com at gmail.com. I will still be taking artist music and artist requests. I get them in my Instagram DMs all the time. But Instagram DMs is like, I kind of ignore those. So... <laughs> Uh, if you actually want me to hear your music, email it to me. That'll be best. Um, and if I only play it if I think it's good, because if your shit is trash, I'm not playing it. Okay, so last plug. Stream all things Coco C Podcast, Apple, Spotify, iTunes. I already said iTunes, Apple, same thing. Stitcher, anywhere you listen to podcast, Coco C is there. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can search Coco's T, get my subscriber numbers up. And if you want to contribute, and be a sponsor for as little as 99 cents, then you could do anchor.fm slash cocos dash T. And until 2020, I will see you guys next time. Bye. Hey, man, that was rocking, man. I like that.